0: Ephesians 4.31, get rid of all bitterness, rage, and anger, brawling, and slander, along with every form of malice. Get it out of your life, he says. Why? Because if you leave it there, the devil is going to arrange some circumstances to stir it up. Sure, as you're sitting here, you harbor that stuff in you, and the devil's going to find a button sooner or later. See, the devil can't read your mind. You tell him enough, <laughs> you don't really have to read your mind. You go around telling him all the time. So shut your mouth and quit telling the devil all your weaknesses and faults and he won't have so much to work with. But even if he don't, he pushes your buttons to find out what works. And when he finds a soft, tender spot, ouch, oh, he says, let's try that some more. You've got to shut him down there. Every man is tempted, okay? All of us go through temptation. What you've got to do is close down the landing strip. Imagine it like this. Imagine that inside of you, your soul, your spirit, there is a landing strip. And imagine that the devil has these planes circling over your head. And these planes are, are sent of the devil. They are temptations, and they're sent to all of us. And they are looking for a landing strip where they can land. And so they try this landing strip in you, Larry, and that landing strip has the lights shut down and a big no landing here. So they circle some more. And that's every one of us. And what you and I have to do is realize what points we are easily tempted in and shut down the landing strips. So then, let's see. If you are tempted by chocolate cake, then you know that there's a landing strip in you for chocolate cake. Does it make sense for you to go by the bakery in the store and look at the chocolate cake? Does that make sense? Mm-mm. It's like the guy I told you about. You've heard it before. He was addicted to donuts. Every day on the way to work, he'd stop at the donut shop and he'd eat a half a dozen donuts. And he prayed one day. He got convicted. He prayed and said, "Okay, God, deliver me from this." And so he he felt he was delivered. Somebody asked him, said, how are you doing with your deliverance from donut addiction? He said, well, he said, I believe it's now God's will for me to have donuts. He said, what? He said, listen, he said, I was driving by the donut shop this morning, and I prayed, and I said, God, if you want me to eat donuts, let there be a parking space there in front of the donut shop. And he said, sure enough, on the sixth time around, there was a parking space right there in front of the donut shop. So then we know that we can shut down the landing strip. So let's deal with anger. People use three main approaches to deal with anger. Number one, express it. Number two, suppress it. Number three, calming it. Let's talk about them for just a few minutes this morning as fast as we can because I really want to have time for communion. When you're expressing anger, we're talking about in an assertive way but not in an aggressive manner. In other words, don't get up in somebody's face, but speak your peace calmly. Don't just hold it in. This is the healthiest way to deal with anger. Trying to act like you never get angry is not fooling anybody. So just don't try to act like you never get angry. You can say, I am angry with you, but you do not say, I am mad at you. Okay, expressing anger. Ecclesiastes 5, 6 says, Suffer not thy mouth to cause thy flesh to sin. In other words, shut your mouth. Be angry and sin not. Uh-oh. Bible says I can get angry. Is that what you read? Now, come on. Does the Bible say that I can get angry or not? Yes. How many of you believe the Bible says you can get angry? How many of you believe the Bible says you shouldn't get angry? Okay. We need to understand anger. It's a human emotion. It's not only a human emotion. You're going to see in a minute. It's a God emotion. God gets angry. 1 Timothy 2.8, Since prayer is at the bottom of all this, what I want mostly is for men to pray, not shaking angry fists at enemies, but raising holy hands to God in intercession. Do you realize there are people interceding for you in this church, and when you come through those doors, the Holy Spirit is working on you to deliver you, to set you free? Do you realize that? And it's those intercessions that lay the groundwork, that prepare the way for you. To get free you don't deserve it you didn't earn it it's the favor of god thank god for people who are praying for us amen